uh, a fan like a ghost, and we're going to have a pretty good treat today. We're going to talk to the lead singer of Peg, Josephine Electric. So we just uh, signed a deal with uh, Bentley Records out of New York City, and they just released today our three singles that we're working on toward our album, which will come out later this year, called Violets. The first uh, song we're going to talk about is what you just heard, Violence is Never Okay. The other songs that we're going to discuss are Expansive Romancing and Teeth Nash Crass. So without further ado, we're going to bring Josephine in and have her talk about the first song, Violence is Never Okay. So here is Josephine Electric. I'm really happy that um, everybody's uh, here to hear here to <laughs> uh, deal with me uh, on this format because uh, everybody's uh, heard me for a couple of years since I became the lead singer. They've heard me on the original albums we did, uh, Something Wicked, Indigo Menace, and. Synesthesia Sweet Neo Surrender, which is still available on uh, Amazon.com as uh, physical CDs. And we did a concert at Davis Square uh, in um, Somerville, Mass. Uh, we did some concerts at uh, uh, some clubs in New York City. And uh, we've been doing Facebook Live concerts for a while. But we've always been working toward getting signed to a label, so we're very excited that we got this deal with Bentley Records out of New York City. And, uh, you know, it's just been a, a cool experience for me because i just been you know, doing what I want to do in terms of the sound uh, that I do with the Phantom, and we create these songs uh, from my own personal experience, and I put it to his music, and we try to try to get that, that vibe of... Uh, a ghostly sound, but an expansive sound. The idea that Phantom would tell you in his uh, podcast is this idea of mixing uh, jazz and mixing uh, new wave, classical, progressive, some elements of hip hop. It's just a big hodgepodge of a lot of things. And it uh, goes into you know the idea of using analog digital uh, samples, like all the tools that you can use, but he's kind of really against using digital audio workstations. He likes to use the hardware sense, probably uh, because they're hard, <laughs> yeah, maybe hard to deal with, but um, uh, like me, I'm kind of hard to deal with, but um, my, my sister Stephanie is telling me I shouldn't go there, but you know, I always go there. Um, and then, you know, she's a Wendover girl, and uh, we had a hit a while back. It was on Canadian radio, the Wendover girls, but uh, we're a little bit beyond that now. So uh, this song, Violence is Never Okay, is this idea, you know, out there, there's a lot of people on uh, the political extremes that like to use violence. Particularly, we're not going to just act like it's on both sides. Uh, everybody knows there's one particular side that seems to be associated with fascist behavior and uh, 
negative behavior toward minorities and other people. So this idea is like violence is never okay. It's not justified. And uh, we use a funk beat. Um, but what's really interesting is uh, we actually use uh, the teenage engineering, teenage engineering OPC. I'll let the Phantom talk about what he did with it. So um, the teenage engineering OPC is a, a really interesting uh, set. As Josephine said, we used it to create the, the drum beat for the song. It's a little bit more than a drum beat because the Teenage Engineering OPZ, it has a drum part. It's in multiple parts. It has a sample drum, a kick, um, a snare, and a hi-hat. And then the sample can be a lot of different things. And each, each different track can have up to 16 steps. And then within each step, uh, there are things called step components that allow you to uh, rework how uh, the behavior is between steps. So you can actually extend the 16 steps to be beyond just 16 steps. You can have a lot of repeats going on. You can have you know, reversals and legatos and uh, all kinds of tr strange tricks that allow you to extend the beat. Then we found that if you manually operate it and tape it um, you can have a lot of variation so this song started with the teenage engineering opz and then we brought in the analog goodness of like the moog mother 32 and the moog um dfam the drummer from another mother we tied those together to create the oscillator synth that gives you the kind of power of the bass line so the bass lines have a kind of and we don't have a mini Moog, but um, using the DFAM and the Mother 32, we were able to get the kind of mini Moog heaviness. And we used the Make Noise Math module, uh, which is a really good utility module in the Euro rack to uh, you know, really put some presence on this. Well, you know, he's getting a little too heady for me. Uh, I think he'd like the other type of head, but um, <laughs> um, we. Uh, we're going to get back to like my motivation. Uh, and I just do a stream of consciousness. So I heard the groove and uh, I went through it like three times. And then I just have this uh, sensibility. I kind of pull sound you know, from the vibe I feel uh, from whatever I'm hearing. And then I just kind of just work at it. It's kind of hard to describe. A lot of times we don't write our lyrics. We uh, later transcribe them, but we tend to do uh, old school kind of live recording. Uh, and the vocals are recorded uh, kind of like off the cuff. And we, we play around with it, but a lot of times it's like uh, within the first five takes that we get the song. And a lot of times, you know, take one or two is what we go with. Um, so this song was probably kind of. No, not typical, but I think it's the first take that we actually use. Uh, we liked the way what I was coming up with, and the Phantom Cut was it was pretty interesting. So we're just gonna play the song again, so you can hear uh, maybe just a minute of it. We don't want to piss the label off, but uh, we'll play like a minute so you can get an idea of what we're talking about.
So you can really hear the bug coming in there. But um, also, the, the teenage engineering is not just a profession. There's um, there are synth lines going on. There's a lead synth line. There's a bass line. Um, so what's strange about this song? We have a teenage engineering bass line and a lead uh, line being done on the OP set. But then we come in and do the mode, which you can tell. Um, it doesn't have that analog character, it has that analog character, it doesn't have um, that nature of, of the digital sound that you get from the open set. But when you put them together, it's, it's pretty interesting. Uh, we think that that ends up giving us a really nice sound. And uh, because it's, it's taken the best of the digital world and the analog world, you know, because I'm an analog girl, <laughs> uh, G-R-R-L. So, um, I just, this song doesn't really get into uh, the kind of sexual content I usually get into. And we will talk about that in um, the other song, uh, that Teen Ass Crash, which uh, they actually spelled as Crash when it's supposed to be Crass. Uh, we told them about that, but, you know, Sometimes that's what happens, uh, you know, but we'll have to let it go for now. Um, but, yeah, we're going to get into that, that song now because that, that song is really, like, all open set and it's just, just me. So I came in this idea. Everybody knows um, I can channel uh, dominatrix behavior. And uh, this idea is that, you know, I'm kind of, my teeth, and I got this gnash, and I'll be like the lioness that I talked about on uh, some of our synesthesia work. But yeah, this this song is me just really saying, you know, you know, I'm crass. You know, I'm at the club. I'm the last one to leave the bar, and uh, you know, I'm the kind of person that you probably don't want to meet in the dark alley on the street because <laughs> I might, uh, I might scare the hell out of you. But um. And we're gonna um, we're gonna play a little clip from that song so you can kind of feel uh, what you can get out of the OP set, what you can get out of me when I'm really uh, in the mood. Hold on, it always takes a little bit. Things here at this song, and it's still playing a little bit. Uh, Alice Cooper uh, had this idea 
with his language like the Naz uh, used in the 70s. So we kind of appropriated that, appropriated that term. Kind of kind of rhymes with a, you know, as, as, you know, all those things. But uh, we took the idea that we're going to, you know, I'm going to be cheating that crass. I'm, I'm just a really uh, abrupt and aggressive and, you know, somebody that's the last one to leave the bar and, you know, I got a pretty good ass and you're staring at my nas and you're staring at my thighs. And that, that, that's the whole vibe. It, that, I'm the, I'm the one you're looking at and then I'm going to call you on it. And then if you don't know how to handle it, I'm going to, I'm going to pretty much lash at you with my whip. <laughs> but, um, you know, not that many men could handle Joseph being elected, but, um, you know, those that do, uh, respect it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so th this song, as I said, it's all OPZ. It shows what you can do. It's got this new wave feel. And we're big fans of Joy Division, New Order, The Best Mode, The Cure. And we found, uh, in the OPZ, we found this kind of range that, that gave us this new wave 80s sound that normally we would have gone to our Roland or we would have gone to our Arturia or analog gear to get that kind of sound. But we were able to get this uh, you know, synth uh, melodic uh, sequencing uh, that you probably associate, again, with a new romantic era and, uh, and get that sound. And we, we think that the OPZ has the kind of 808, uh, 727, 909 feel uh, that we can get things out of it that uh, ends up being a go-to instrument for a lot of the stuff we've been doing. Um, so a lot of the stuff on Violet's uh, uses OPZ rather than uh, an, uh, a 727 or an 808. Now, there are a lot of songs that we use uh, the Moog drum machine as well. Uh, on the Violet album, we uh, do a lot of different things. We've got some songs where you play a uh, kit on a Juno uh, manually on the keys. Uh, some are D-Fam. Some of them are like Arturia, Mini Boot 2S rhythms because uh, Mini Boot 2S can operate somewhat like a D-Fam and it can have a sound that's uh, rather sophisticated. So I think uh, some of you are probably wondering, like, well, how come Josephine's into all these details. She usually just talks about how she wants to just do all the males and the females, but you know, I'm getting a little bit better at understanding uh, subtractive synthesis because I'm, I'm involved in it. So I, I decided I'm gonna, I'm gonna bone up a little bit uh, when I'm not boning. <laughs> I'm gonna bone up on it when I'm not boning, but um, yeah, I, I've gotten a little deep into the synthesis. So. Uh, don't think I'm a nerd. At, don't think I'm just uh, gone over the top. I'm not Leonard Nimoy. Uh, not Data, but uh, I can get into it. So the other song is actually a fan song. It's all him. And normally, there are not a lot of fan songs. Because uh, I'm usually saying, I want to sing the lead. And I think I do a better job. And we've had uh, some songs where the Phantom's done it. And then we listen to it, and we put it out on SoundCloud, and my version uh, wins, uh, which is not surprising because you know, I'm, 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 I'm all that. So it's not surprising that my version is always better. But with this particular song, 
expansion romancing. It's got a real heavy funk vibe. It's got that parliament funkadelic sound. Uh, we're using, again, in this song, uh, it's a little different, and we used our Aturia uh, Beat Step Pro with a JDX side to create a beat. And then we used um, our Moog and our Juno uh, to uh, really do heavy bass lines and a lot of repetitive kind of funk uh, basic uh, structures uh, to just uh, go off. And then we used the guitar on the Juno. So the uh, fam's the gonna talk more about it, but it's really a funk exercise that's somewhat repetitive and then it's not. So it's kind of a strange bird, um, but it's, we really like it. So fam, play a little bit of it and then I'll let the fam talk about it. So Josephine got a little into it there, but you know, the key line with it, you don't have to have blue lips to move, you know, it's expansive uh, sound is, uh, we're kind of defining it with this. It's got this funk nature, and you know, we're big fans of Bootsy, you know, Sly and Family Stone. Uh, uh, we kind of don't like Larry Graham as much now, but um, we do, we respect his bass playing, but you know, personally, we got some issues with him and uh, happened with Prince, but Either way, um, this song is, is a funk exercise uh, used in our hardware sense. As Josephine said, you know, this one we're, we're using our JDXI, uh, which you're able to do a lot of really cool things with the JDXI when you connect it to another sequencer. And in our case, we connected it to an Arturia Beat Step Pro. But then we also go ahead and go off and use our Roland Juno and uh, the guitar sounds in it. And we do some secret sauce and mix in it with our Moog filters and uh, the ladder filter and uh, an MX-1 performance mixer to kind of, you know, do what we've always wanted. We've always wanted to be guitar players, but, you know, we're, keyboard, we're a keyboard player. Uh, so we've been, we've been able to, uh, you know, cause we couldn't find a guitar player to play on these songs. You know, we've had guitar players in the band from time to time, but um, we, we've kind of defaulted to going back to doing everything ourselves so we we produce these songs with uh, all of our hardware and software sense um, and uh, we found a way with the Roland in particular to create a really nasty kind of guitar sound that's uh, a really if you've seen us on Facebook live it's a big part of our show is this ability to uh, 
do these, um, you know, keyboard-based guitar lines, which is a signature of, of Peg or Family Like the Ghost. And so it's a, it's a big part of our sound. And so with this, you know, triple triad uh, threat of our new singles on Bentley, uh, this is the song that has like the heaviest guitar so far. We've got some other stuff coming out on the 27th <clears throat> or 24th, I keep on forgetting. But in a couple of weeks, we have some more singles coming out. And all of these are going to come end up being on our Violet's album. Now, Violet's is a Dark Ghost album, which, you know, if you understand the story of Dark Ghost, it's, a, it's the album that was supposed to come out after Two Infinitum. Uh, we had a couple of false starts. We were supposed to put it out on vinyl. It didn't work out. Uh, we we're going to put it out on through uh, Landar, through all the streaming services, but then we got these contracts uh, with these new labels. So we've kind of put off putting out Dark Ghost and decided to, uh, the original Dark Ghost is like a two, three hour album. It's a double album. It's got songs like Sonic Twin and Dark Ghost, Souls You Never Move Toward. Got a lot of really good family like the Ghost songs. But what we've did, done since we purchased an OP set and we've got our Euro Rack and we've got some you know cool stuff for Make Noise, um, we, we came up with some new ideas in 2018. Uh, a lot of Dark Ghost was written in 2017. So 2018 to 2019, in the last couple of months, we've written most of the Violets out. Uh, it's been influenced by the Teenage Engineering OPZ, plus all of our uh, Eurorack stuff and our Juno. Um, Make Noise makes a big, big appearance on this. When we were using the Morphogene, we're using the Math Module, Arturia Mini Brew 2S, uh, Moog DFAM, Moog Mother 32. You know, all the same players that we've always used, but we found new ways to uh, kind of combine it with the OPZ gave us a different life, you know, with a lot of these songs. So we've been very happy with um, the fact that we finally got signed after like 30 years of doing music. And, uh, you know, Bentley Records gave us an opportunity to do like an unlimited amount of singles, uh, which we're putting out. <laughs> we're calling them on it, so we're putting out as many singles as we can. Uh, and then when we come down to the Violet album, we haven't come to a, a full track list yet, but we, we, we're planning on uh, not going crazy like Dark Ghost making a three-hour album. We're trying to edit it down to like at least an hour. Because uh, Ghost, you know, we tend to go that long. We're probably never going to put out like a 20-minute album. Uh, it's always going to at least be 60 minutes or something. But uh, we'll bring Josephine back in because I know everybody wants to hear her. Yeah, so I know everybody wants to hear me going for like 60 minutes. But, you know, I don't know if you could last that long, but um, <laughs> I know uh, most of my fans would love to see me going for 60 minutes, but you know, the best they could do is maybe two. <laughs> but uh, I digress. Yeah, we're very happy with all the stuff we've been working on. There's a lot of new stuff we've been putting down. Uh, and... Uh, we're hoping to uh, do some really cool touring. We've got some interesting news we heard from Reverb Nation. Uh, we got curated uh, for a song. Uh, it's really strange. Sometimes you write a song and you don't know uh, if it really works. So we put the song up on uh, Reverb Nation and uh, it, we, we actually reworked it and it's going to come out on Family Records and a version that we rework, uh, it's a very good song. 
but, but the version that the curators uh, like was really kind of not finished. It's the original demo, it had some sound issues, it had like volume increased too high in one part. Uh, some of our modular gear kind of runs loud, Euro racks run loud, so we had like, some uh, square waves going a little too bonkers. I always like the little bonkers myself, but we don't want that square wave getting out of control. You gotta slap it down, you know, just slap it, just slap it down, because it's like you have that square wave chatting around, you gotta put it down. You know, <laughs> but um, yeah, I digress again. But um, yeah, we're very excited because this might get well. It's supposed to give us the ability to get on some festivals and get on some tours. And uh, yeah, I know everybody be itching to see Josephine and wondering what that's gonna be like. But we're still trying to figure it out ourselves. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we got some ideas. Uh, how are we going to bring you uh, Peg? And uh, Peg's going to do it the way we want to do it. We're going to funk it up. Uh, our heroes were, you know, Prince and Bowie and Clapton and uh, Joy Division, Depeche Mode, you know, all the great music. You can go back to Yes and Genesis, Peter Gabriel Genesis. That's the kind of sound we're, we're going for. So if you listen to what we're doing and you dig it, let everybody know that, uh, you know, Peg Rules, and you like it, and you want to hear more, you're going to download it, you're going to buy it, you're going to stream it, you're going you're gonna to do whatever you want with it, but, you know, I hope you, you, know, you, you take a CD and put it under your pillow, <laughs> then you know you got me right next to you. <laughs> Alright, so, I hope you had a good time, we're just going to, we're going to fade out with a little bit more of our our single.